It's happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans and this is happy hour. A cocktail fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleanians in a bar, today we're at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street, which is not just a bar, it's also a restaurant where they serve handcrafted food. They put fine dining into a sandwich and fine meat into a pie like CJ Hunter's eating here. How is it? What, what meat is in there actually, CJ? Turkey. Turkey Turkey. Meat. Turkey is not strictly meat, in my opinion. Well, is you it? know, that's where we disagree politically. Really? Turkey is mm-hmm. not meat. And when you say meat pie, that's not turkey. Yeah. What do you think? Wiley Wilkinson is here as well. Wiley, you're an expert on food. A little. Aren't you a chef? I am. Okay, well, would you call turkey meat? Absolutely. Absolutely. Andrew Duhon. Yeah, no, it's muscle fiber of a sentient being. Okay, the only person I've got left to possibly support me is Kelsey May. Kelsey, what do you think? No, it's definitely meat. Okay, so it's definitely meat. So what's chicken? The um, other, the white meat. Is that meat? meat? The, is that meat? The other white meat. So Unless everything's it's dark meat. Right. Unless it's dark meat. It, how come fish isn't meat? That's meat. It's okay, fish meat. Okay, there you right? go, right there. I count fish as meat. Yeah, it's meat. It's I do as well. <laughs> and that's the show, everybody. <laughs> okay, thanks for having us happy out. You call, CJ, you think you really regard fish as meat? Uh, why wouldn't it be? It's the same. It's if chicken and turkey is meat, why isn't fish? Yeah, if it's not made out of vegetables, in my book, it's meat. I'm with you. Yeah. Wait, is a car meat? Uh, well, made out of fish. My, my logic now is falling apart. <laughs> I don't think turkey... This week on and Crossfire. I don't think chicken and turkey what is meat, frankly. Meat? <laughs> is there some other... Now, Wiley, how do you get to be a chef? Did you go to, like, chef school and everything? Um, no, I did not. I just kind of got into it. I talked my way into my first cooking job. And what was it? I worked at Ralph's on the Park. You talked your way into cooking at Ralph's on the Park, one I of the d- finest restaurants in New Orleans, I owned by the I Brennan did. family. Yes. Wow. What the hell? I knew... I've and, you say, and you say talk... <laughs> Did that involve anything else? It did not. Nothing. Um, nothing. I, I, again, I met... Um, what did you say? I, I met the chef. Well, he asked okay, me Okay, let's to do it. I'll be the chef. Okay. okay, now, Andrew, you play the chef. <laughs> oh, CJ's an improv actor. What are yeah, we doing? Yeah, yeah. CJ's a professional improv if, actor. If, I was hoping that if there was a chef role on this show... You're it. You okay, fantastic. Okay, it's okay your, CJ. Your turn to shine. So you play the chef at, okay. at Ralph's on the Park, which is one of the finest restaurants okay. owned by the first family of New Orleans restaurateurs, the Brennans. Okay. And uh, someone who's never, ever worked in a restaurant in their lives comes in and asks for a job in the kitchen. This is hard to yeah. imagine. I do not have time for this. I'm th- Wait, is he French? He's not. Okay. His name is well, Ralph. Let's but just you can rewind do that. it. Right. Let's right. Rewind Ralph is it. not French. But I like it. Go with it. I'm, I'm very embarrassed for assuming that all chefs were French. Um, <laughs> hi, uh, I'm very busy. I don't have time for strangers. Um, what are you doing in my kitchen? I love to cook. Just give me a chance. You're hired. Okay. Brilliant. That was that easy. Nice job. Basically. Did it go anything like that? <laughs> it did. Um, I was speaking to the chef. I met him out in a bar, kind of like similar to the show. I met him out in a bar. I did. Okay, well, there you go. That's and, a slightly um, different story. I had, well, I had what not, bar are we in exactly? Um, somewhere uptown, I can't. And how drunk was he ago. at the point? I think very. And we were was both he, Was very. he single and you're single? Correct. Yeah. Ah, God, no, but it's it all coming together. But it, no, 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 it didn't go like that. No, but I mean. Um, but we, were, we were just speaking and he was like, well, mm-hmm. come work, you know, I'll give you a stage. It's basically where you go in and do um, like a test run. You is see how the French? kitchen works. It is. It's, it is French. How do you spell mm-hmm. that? It's French. It spells like, it's spelled like stage, but it's pronounced stage. stage. It's That's French so for French. test cooking. Yeah. <laughs> Very French, technical. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he asked what me how to make red beans, and I told him how to make red beans, and then you ask about the mother sauces and mother, mother the four mother sauces. The four mother sauces. Yes. So you knew that before you went. It did. What are the four mother sauces? Uh, you have a Chiron, and then you have a Hollandaise, and then you have the dark demi glaze, and you can make variations of all of these sauces from the certain. What's the fourth one? I can't remember. Oh, you got I you made can. it up at that time, I think. <laughs> <laughs> There's four mother like sources. Did you got three three and and you heard of four mother sources? Right. Do I know them? Do you ever heard of that? No, mother? I've not. No. I think, yeah, I've heard of you it. Heard of right. it. But yeah. when I forget it, I just repeat it. I'm like, it's commerce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do have a question for you. Um, sure. When, as a, um, as a comedian, you know, we constantly have to be half pitching ourselves or be ready to. Mm-hmm. When you're a chef... And somebody meets you and they're like, why should I care about you? Do you list 
accomplishments or credits or do you talk about food or how do you get them to give a crap about you? You really just talk about food and about your experience with food Um, because I had never worked in a kitchen Mm -hmm. and so they don't care if you have a culinary degree or if you go to school to learn. If you can't work in a kitchen and be around your other people and know how to you know conduct yourself in a professional manner then you're fine but you just have to be able to act professional at all times so when so if you if you find yourself sitting next to a very famous restaurateur Mm -hmm. what's your way in i say hello i used to work for chef besh uh it's very nice to meet you i know who you are and um you just kind of talk about i used to work for chef besh and hello What, what did you do for Chef Bash? That's not Ralph's on the park. Then you went right. on to do something else. I did. I worked Which, at Sucre. And, um, that's not him made, either. No, that's Tarek Hanna. Um, oh, yeah. That um, guy. What's up with that guy? <laughs> you know, that's a guy who never calls me back, ever. I doesn't call me back either. Why is that? Uh, he's what is doing that? his thing. I don't know. He seems know. like a nice guy. When you, I met him in a, like you at, at a, a bar. At a bar, right? And he's like, yeah, give me a call. And I thought I'd invite him on the show. You know, have Graham mm-hmm. invite him on the show or something. And he never, ever returns a phone call. That's right? well, he did just That's open men. a restaurant, though, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Did he? Mm-hmm. So you mean he's busy? It sounds this like was it. like a year ago or something, or more. Well, that what was when res- it was coming together. What right. restaurant did he just open? Salon, above Salon. Sucre in the French Quarter. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it any good? I've not been. I went to get ice cream the other, oh, excuse me, gelato the other day. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> what is the difference exactly? Uh, uh, the, the cream. Ice cream is made with cream. Gelato is made with milk. Gel. Okay. <laughs> That's a mother. Stash. Yeah. You didn't eat any of your cranberry thing with your pies. Yeah, now we've got a whole it. thing of cranberry left and no pie to eat it with. I just, just wanted to see if finger it, anyone else wanted some cranberry sauce. <laughs> <laughs> That's very kind. Okay, so there's four different mothers and you went to work with John Bash after Sucre. Yes. So we haven't got to John Bash yet. Right. So you're working your way up. I, this I guy, was trying. So this guy at Brennan's, who is the chef at Brennan's? At uh, Ralph's on the Park. At Ralph's, uh, Chip Flanagan. Chip Flanagan. So mm-hmm. he gives you a break. Right. And then as soon as you get anything going on, you just turn your back on him and go work for... Well, well, okay, what what happened was they gave me a little estage, and I go in, and I'm on, you know, I'm working Garmage, which is a salad. Oh, another one. Jeez. Which is this? No, it's the same. It's the same restaurant. Garmage, but Garmage what does that is just a station. You've got to know a lot of French mm-hmm. for this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the no soup, idea. salad, breadstick, dessert station. So you're not cooking anything. It's you're like just Denny's. plating. It's like you're just plating things up. Manager of the okay. Olive Garden, basically. Kind of. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but French. But French. What's the word? What's the, <laughs> <laughs> what's the word for that? Garmage. Garmage. Garmage with a G. How would you spell that? G A R D E. M A N A G E R. So it's two words. Two words. Garmage. And it's just soup, salad, breadsticks, desserts. Breadsticks. Breadsticks. I didn't know breadsticks was a thing even. Oh, well, bread. I mean, how many New Orleans restaurants do you go to when they have bread on the table? That's hot. Oh, so breadsticks is what it's. Bread, sticks, bread. Okay. Loaves, loaves, what have you. What have you. Okay. (laughs) All the time. So that was your next step up. That's your stage. No, the stage was that. Oh, that was it. That was your audition. Right. And, um, you know, you put things together and then you send it out. And, you know, if the the chef likes it, he'll send it out, you know, to be eaten. And if Mm -hmm. he doesn't like it, doesn't like how it looks, he'll send it back. And then you have to make it again. Does that that happen? Oh, absolutely. I don't like the way you put the lettuce. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Very particular. And you're just making it up? You're just like Well, I'm doing watching the other two people that I'm working with ah. because they're also working at that station as well. Stasha. So I'm, I'm watching them and they're like, okay, this is how you do it. Your turn. And then I would do it. And, it and do great. different guys, chefs have different ways they like the salad? Every chef is different. So. They will like the salad goes on the plate differently. Absolutely. Okay. But the same. So it's just right. so, okay, complicated. So, so you're on the first day there and you right. have to do breadsticks and salad. And, and plate and desserts. What are you wearing at this point? Uh, chef coat. And so you have to I, go buy that? I had to buy a chef coat. They gave me a pair of horrible black pants. Oh, and I had closed toe shoes. Make you look fat? Shoes. Of course. Is it, if, They're is awful. It, is it arrogant in that situation if you come in with your own chef hat? Um, <laughs> or do you have to like maybe. earn that? Maybe. Well, they give you a, like a baseball hat. Oh, to remind you that exactly. you're not a chef. That yeah. you're not. But a they lot of give the you chefs, Cafe du Monde hats. Exactly. That's That's hilarious. Hilarious. Those little paper ones. Yeah, if I legit hats. have like a karate um, brown belt, can I put that on my chef coat? You can. Okay. As long as the hmm. as long as your head chef, you know, would let that happen. Good mm-hmm. question. Have some you done karate, Andrew? No, I just. <laughs> you could get one though, right? I, I brown suppose belt. with some discipline, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could get one on the internet. 
Oh, exactly. right. Yeah. I don't mean earn it by right. knocking oh, people pr- out. Procure one from Amazon. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I'm <laughs> I got. Pr- you can use my account anytime. Okay. <laughs> so you can you can go in there, but you don't go in there with your. your so you, they give you a baseball cap. They do. They, they have you, baseball caps hanging out there. They do. But yes. honestly, at it's some point, then they're like, no, you get to wear the big cartoon chef hat. Um, yeah. I mean, you can you can if you want. It's called a toque. Uh-huh. And is that yeah. French? It is. Yeah. <laughs> for French hat. And all the pleats in the hat, are they stand for how many ways you can make an egg. Get so out of here. No. Poached egg. Who knew that? I, I don't I, Oh, know. my God. So like and is everyone the same? That's Every crazy. hat is the same? Or do you get ones how many maybe. ways you can personally make an egg? Um, they're all the same, but it just depends on, you know... I worked at Commander's Palace, and the guy had a more folds than Chef at you know, Ralph's on the So park. are there, some, peop- are there so. some chefs who have, like, incredible swagger? They're like, that's Francois. He's a thousand folds in his head. Oh, yeah. It's a very, it's a very, <laughs> it's what? a big to-do. I know it oh sounds so. God. It's just like a secret ridiculous. society. It is a very secret society. I want to be a um, chef. No, you Secrets don't. Exposed. No, you don't. But it's, so um, when, I, when I go to get one of these toques, how do, where do I get that from? You is there a toque society? No, but if you want one, you can get them at the Care Restaurant Supply. But then, company. how do I, do I have to order one with X number of pleats for the how many ways I can do an egg? Well, I can only do fried, poached, and scrambled. scrambled so I have uh-huh. three pleats. This how many pleats do you have? Hat, I think it's more than thirty. But how many do you have? Oh, do I have? I never had a toque because <laughs> oh, I was too bad. Well, what I'm getting at is I made pastries once I was at Ralph's ah. on the Park. Mm. I started making because I was on the dessert. Plating station, and we ran out of marshmallow fluff one day for the I've had that little problem. dessert. Yeah, and I had every, to run, 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 run up. Yeah. Every day. Every I had to run up and run make out. some. And um, marshmallow fluff. How do you make that? Marshmallows are the weird thing. It's um, you get a mixer bowl, a mixing bowl with a whisk, and you get egg whites and sugar. You cook the sugar and you pour it in, and um, little vanilla. That's what marshmallow is. That's it. When you buy those things and you put There's on no the gelatin, no gelatin, huh. no. But this is the soft yes. stuff. This is the the oozing kind of. This isn't the like molded. It's not the stuff you buy in not the, the Winn-Dixie Swiss and the Miss right. Not what you put in it. Nothing uh, like Schmore. that. S'more. May right. I, may I pitch you something? Yes. I think a cool way, perhaps based on this new information, mm-hmm. for you to get sort of the attention of a restaurateur sitting next to him at a bar mm-hmm. is if you were just to casually pull out a large chef hat right. with multiple pleats in it <laughs> and just not talk about it exactly. but just be like oh it's cold in here <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that would be very very smooth of me also very arrogant well, but, I, just, but I like that we just actually. gave away the secret that's on the hilarious. podcast so. okay so how many Maximum faults when you get in. A, I mean, what's the number one? I think it's one? more than thirty. So more than thirty, you're mm-hmm. like hit the big time. You're up there. So At some point, right. the hat collapses. It does. In on itself. Yeah. Exactly. It's like a black hole. Yeah. Well, How many ways are there to do an egg? More than thirty. Okay, so what? <laughs> I would don't they, know. Can like, you, would you even know ten? Um, scrambled. I know that one. Fried. Fried. Two. Poached. Poached. Um, over easy. Four. Oh, that's the Over same. medium. No, they're, oh, all, they're all different. You I get technical. Do they, are they different? Oh, yeah. I thought that was fried. Well, that was, I thought that was we a call it a fried category. egg. Oh, there's, uh, yeah. I thought that would be fried yeah. egg, You can do a beef, hard poach. You can do a soft poach. You okay, can do a well, hard-boiled well, egg, soft-boiled egg, count. a five-minute egg, a seven. I mean, it's Are all there some meta levels like just leave it alone? Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do nothing to it. Exactly. That's okay. raw egg. So can I tell you guys my, my idea for eggs that I bet the chefs haven't thought of? What's that? So you got your sunny side up, right? And right. that's pretty cool. But nobody really likes that filmy part on the edge. Right. You know, you kind of miss the scramble mm-hmm. just then. But if you get the scramble, you kind of miss the yolk. So all you need is like a friend. You got four eggs, right? You get two of the yolks. Follow me here. So mm-hmm. you got two whites, two yolks. Separate the yolks, put the yolks in a ramekin, whatever you, wherever you want them to be. That's not French. Combine. That's not, yeah, I was about to say. So it's French for a tiny bowl. Ramekin. <laughs> okay. And, and, uh, <laughs> all right. and um, then you combine the other two eggs and yolks with those egg whites. So now you have hang two on. full eggs and two whites scrambled together. Uh, hang on, I'm totally with lost. Two I, separated I shouldn't yolks. have made a joke about the ramekin. We, no, I lost right. it. I'll make it simple you for you. guys following it? There's Wiley. two balls. Yeah. One's got whites and one's got yolks. All you got is two yolks separated. 
and the rest of four eggs scrambled together. Okay. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. we've got two yolks waiting out there in a little bit. Going to make some scrambled eggs, separate that into two, and just plop that yolk right on top of your scrambled eggs. Now you got scrambled eggs with a yolk on it. That's you right. Know, best of both worlds. Is the yolk raw? I like the sound yes. of that. The raw yolk. Okay. Super, super Has raw. anyone ever thought of that? For I've real? never heard that before. Andrew, you're onto something. Another great idea. I think, I think sounds you know, pretty excellent. Best of both worlds. So you need the 30 plus now. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, so, mine, mine's just up to one. What would you call it? Hmm. Eggs do hunt. Oh, that sounds good. There you go. Scramble side up. Scramble oh, side up. I like eggs do hunt. I like eggs do hunt. Yeah. Right. Eggs <laughs> do, it's eggs do yon. Do yon. That's the real Cajun <laughs> front. Yeah. Even better. Eggs do yon. Do yon. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Should we make that? I'll make it for you anytime. That sounds okay. delicious. Come right over. So, That's the show. So, Wiley, do, we, um, do you cook every night at home? I, I do, I think. Um, I think. Well, it's just about every night. All right. So, yeah. What are you I, making I enjoy tonight? It. Could we come over? You know, I don't know what I'm making tonight. You I just was wing it? You just I, go home and see what's in the refrigerator? Always, yeah. Mm. I do that, Unless too. Unless there's, like... Most a can of peas or right. <laughs> leftover from yesterday or something. I mean, you can... I don't know. Cooking for two people is much easier than 50 or 100. So it's it's pretty easy for me mm. to just go grab something and whip it up and we're done. Wow. So. Kelsey, do you cook anything? <laughs> I cook anything. Do you cook? <laughs> I mean, are you a person who goes home I, and cooks dinner tonight? Yes. I'm not not tonight, but I do cook. What are you doing tonight? Cook. Tonight I'm performing. Whereabouts? Uh, Loa on Camp Street. Laurel on Camp Street, that's a hotel. It is. International? International hotel, yeah. okay. that's it. And does anyone listen? Uh, at the, at Loa? Yeah. Well, I'm accompanying uh, Alexandra Scott, technically, her show. Okay. I, I do believe people listen to Alexandra Scott. So you are like the side person? Indeed. Okay. I'm the side woman. So you have to learn all her songs? And just I do. I thought you, that's interesting. Do you enjoy that? You just yeah. Them? Is that just a paid gig, or is that you really friends with No, her? it's fun. We really are friends. Right. It's for real. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I really love singing harmonies. I don't get to do that in my own band. So um, it's kind of fun to, to be able to do that. Do you still have the same band, the guy with the long hair and the guitar player? Uh, guy, no. He's gone? Yes and no. What happened uh, to him? The long-haired guy? Yeah. He was uh, you got a, you got a Puddin's job. brother. Yeah, Puddin's brother. Puddin's brother. Yeah. What's your band's name? Uh, it's just my name. Kelsey May. Cool. Sometimes spelt Kelsey wrong. May both, band. Both words spelt wrong. That's how you do it. Yeah. What type of Is music do you play? Uh, Singer, songwriter, Americana, folk rock. Awesome. Maybe. Hey, would you like to hear one? Of course. Okay, come yes. on. Yes. Already? Happen to have a guitar. What do you mean already? Already? Yeah. Because you're doing right. three songs and CJ's doing four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I feel you like got we can flow, flow seamlessly into songs if we can just, you know, get yeah. the keys right. Make yeah. sure somebody's we'll taking just a solo. Get, okay, so we just hand the guitar around. We okay. got two. So when you're fin- oh, oh, perfect. Okay. Andrew, do you want to play? So when you're no. finished, <laughs> when you're finished, hand the guitar to, to CJ so we can keep it going. Okay. We well, look like round robin. I, okay, I have a Christmas boy. song. All right. Oh, Yay! Merry Christmas, everybody. Can we talk about that? Merry Christmas. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, yeah, we just released it this year. It's pretty exciting. Put out a music video that um, you should see if you haven't. It's very moving. Is it like ro- it's romantically moving? It's or romantically t- moving. Oh, really? Socially. It's a pun. Politically. <laughs> politically. It's moving in a number of ways. Is it anything to do with ISIS? No. No. I that would uh, be a good market. It's sort ISIS of. ISIS Christmas. <laughs> the song is a love song. They would not like that. Yeah. And the music video celebrates this year's Supreme Court decision. Mm. All right. So um, people submitted photos of their own selves uh, celebrating the holidays getting married engagements etc it's very sweet oh, the song awesome. is called Christmas with you marry me oh Aww. my goodness I oh, know right. I'm killing you go. aren't I come on <laughs> spelled M-E-R-R-Y <laughs> oh
and ever together at Christmas time. Let's be together this Christmas time. Yes, Kelsey May. That is great. You've actually written a real Christmas song. Thank you. I mean, it sounds like you can hear a whole choir behind that and everything. Aw. That was awesome. Really Don't you think, is guys? The, um, is the video, you said there's a video out for that? There's a music video, yeah. It all How's came. it doing? How are people responding to it? Wonderfully. Um, people have shared it a lot on Facebook, lots of comments about crying and all that kind of stuff. Oh, uh, cool. We got written up at offbeat.com, and the advocate posted a big thing about it, or I guess wrote it in the newspaper. Um, and then um, I spilt milk, and so we're trying to reach the national audience at this point. But uh, how do you do that? Locally, you we're doing pretty well. To, need someone to. I need a PR person. So yeah, can volunteer. <laughs> a volunteer PR person. Somebody out there who knows a lot of people. How do these things happen? How does something like that go viral? Somebody has to push it out. Mm-hmm. The yeah, right, that's usually the helpful. Right yeah, yeah. You know, if Ellen were out there listening Alan to the Happy Hour, yeah, that would be awesome. So we're looking for a, a, a gay person in the media. I mean, it doesn't have to be a gay person, but that's helpful too. That would be the that would be the market, yeah. though. I mean, it? overall, it's just a, it's a sweet love song, you it's know. Very, um, very sweet. So you don't have to be gay to be in love, you know. But uh, the video that could be a good T-shirt <laughs> right there. You don't yeah. have to be gay to be in love. Yeah. Have you had any? Because um, sometimes I'll put out comedy videos, or I have a sketch group, and we put out videos. Have you received? Have you seen the sort of? world of trolls on this video at all being like christmas is about traditional marriage i think if it ever were to go viral-esque that might that might happen Mm. but um i mean when i posted the call for photographs someone did did do that uh on facebook i just deleted the comment but um damn it but well, they're they're everywhere. Those people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. hardly surprising. Yeah. I was kind of yeah, hoping no, I would have like more of them because then there would be more attention. Right. You know, yeah. but <laughs> so if you're out there but I think and you're a mo- troll, most of the country apparently is behind the whole same-sex marriage and right. everything. So probably there are fewer of those idiots, and they're probably they're also they're very busy right now with the Muslims. Yes, they're very busy but, right now. But yeah. I also like how your song is like about love, and I think it makes it hard for bigots to be like, exactly. "Hey, you know that song you're making about love? There's mm. only one type of love that's okay." <laughs> Okay, that's you know, right. like, and I think I think that's the whole thing. You know, it, it, people who might be on some sort of traditional side of whatever that argument is, they need to hear these anecdotal elements. Like, but we're never together on Christmas time. That's so, so powerful deep. because Absolutely. I can't relate to that. You know, I can't relate no. to the idea that it's comfortable for it's more comfortable for us to not be together. Like, then wow, again, you, you know, know, there are a lot of married people who would love to not have to be together <laughs> with right. their wife or husband's family at Christmas time. There yeah, is that. Sure. Yeah, well. it's a privilege. Mm-hmm. It's a privilege. How long have you to guys been together? You and Puddin, whatever her real name is, I can't even remember. <laughs> to be able to hate your Puddin's spouse is, is Lucy. a privilege. Yeah. Lucy, <laughs> you have to be able to legally get married in order to hate your spouse. Uh, it's, it's true. It's true. Are uh, you guys so legally true. married? Did we you are get not. Married? We are not. Legally are you going married. to? Are you going to get married? Now that you've written that song, you kind of have to. It was kind of a command, I said, rather than a question, you know. Because well, people, people keep asking Lucy, like, what did you say? She's like, she didn't ask me anything. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, who's going to propose to who? Uh, How does that work? Well, I'm not sure. We're, the whole area is very gray, you know. The song has been sung. It's been posted online. Right. It's hard to say if it's is proposal Lucy in or it? not. Well, Lucy's your she partner, sings on, and she's yeah, in the she's, band. And she sings on the right. song, and um, she likes the song. And so uh, everything's very unofficial at this point okay but well, how long we, have you guys we will been, we will most likely get while. married yes how long have you been, been together? together for um about seven years almost seven that's years long enough make right? it official indeed yeah yeah Wiley's, lock, Wiley's getting married down. next october oh, okay. 2016 Thank you. we're all invited by the way oh, <laughs> oh so cool what Thank time you. is the wedding <laughs> you know we don't know i can be free pretty much anytime what what date is it it's October 15th, 15th 2016. Did you pick that date for a reason? Is there a numerical, um, well, numerological reason? A little. I mean, the sun goes down earlier in November. Hmm. So we wanted to do it in October where there was still sunlight. And beginning of November is still a little warm. And so we were thinking closer towards... Halloween, but we didn't want to do it on Halloween. Right, you didn't want like a spooky wedding. Exactly. Well, I'm 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 cool with the spooky wedding. Well, but you um, might you might have your marriage get cursed. Exactly. 
Ah, good point. That could be uh, no good. Could open the door to evil. Exactly. Mm. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. No. <laughs> um, but October 15th is okay. uh, what we set, we, we set on. So okay. Hey, CJ, what's up with these videos you've been making? You were making like a video a day for a month or something. Remember? <laughs> what yeah. happened to that? How'd they go? I was, uh, <clears throat> I was trying to get good at characters. Um, you I, are good at characters. Oh, what are you talking thank about? You. I don't know if there's... I don't know if in your guys' profession you work on specific skills where you're just like, oh, this is the thing that I am lacking right now. Do you Bread guys have sticks. that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Making people laugh. From Everything. The stage. <laughs> oh, nice. So for me, it was um, I had failed this audition, and they were like, you don't have enough characters. So for a while, I they was doing. They said it to you. <laughs> yeah. Really? I yeah. thought that was what you did was characters. Well, that was before all of this. That's really? why. I okay. Did right. you do the ah. French Chef? I didn't exactly. do the French chef. See, they were like, they didn't know you had that. They were like, you don't have a French sleeve. chef. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, um, it was a it was a surprise opportunity um, for a, a cool national thing, and I didn't have enough characters. So then I was like, all right, it's characters from now on. I got to do that. Um, so how do so you do that? That's been going well. Uh, I've had two months last year and the year before where I made a character a day for thirty days. So now I have like. Uh, sixty plus. You have sixty characters. different wow. characters. That I can do. Um, that's so that's nice. Do you but turn do you those have 60 on? Pleats in your yeah. Pants? Oh, that's yeah. a tote. It, it is. Yeah. It is. Do you? We are. Do you turn them on? Uh, <laughs> like at various times, like in conversation. Um, like Robin Williams. Not, not really. Sometimes, like if if a cop pulls me over. I'll like turn on my like white person character. I'll be like, <laughs> "That's a great idea." I'm very sorry, officer, but uh, otherwise, no, uh, I don't turn them on. Yeah. When do you use them? How does that work? Because you're an improv comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Well, I've been doing a lot of stand up recently. Um, so, so what? That's the opposite of improv. <clears throat> improv is when you just get a situation and you have to figure it out on the fly. Right, right, and right. Which stand-up is stand up is when you write material. Yeah, and there's a thing. So, for example, we have. Uh, I'm not sure when people are going to be listening to this podcast. Hopefully, everybody tomorrow mm-hmm. or today for you listeners. But um, on uh, December 11th uh, on Friday, we have this big have this big stand up show at the Joy Theater. Okay, just let's um, get this straight. It's 2015. 2015. If you're listening to this. If it's past December the 11th, 2015, the world is over. What time is this? You missed it on it, the 11th. It's at eight o'clock. Oh, so people could potentially get a downtown happy hour drink at the Aloft Hotel. They before totally could going to your show. Oh my God! They could. And what would they do while they were getting How, that drink? I mean, there might be a musician there playing named Kelsey May. <laughs> oh what, my God! Playing you, love affirming really good. Probably songs. playing a Christmas song. That's a love song. I love ah, that song. what a place to. <laughs> and then what, what? What is the name of that place that you might the, be playing? The WXYZ Bar. WXYZ bar at, at where? At the Aloft Hotel. Yeah. A loft. And now we're just a speaking loft. hypothetically. Like and then you go straight over to... The Joy Theater the Joy at Theater. 8 o'clock to see C.J. Hunt, uh, Matt Owens, a number of other great that's comedians. A big, that's a big uh, deal. The Joy Theater is a big it's huge. Yeah. venue. Yeah, it's a really huge deal. Um, the producer of the show, Matt Owens... Uh, just got really lucky. He was part of a group of comedians who was seen by Louis C.K. when he came in town uh, a year ago, two years ago. And Louis was, I mean, like, that's the dream of every comedian, right? You go up on stage and you're like, I hope someone big sees me tonight. And normally it's a bunch of, like, drunk people being like, unimpressive! (laughs) Um, But Louis C.K. happened to drop in that night with Brian Cranston and a number of people who were filming Trumbo and was just like, cool, you guys are all great. Let's take this whole lineup and you guys are going to open for me. Wow. So last year, we got to go see our comedian friends open for Louis C.K. in front of like 600, 800 people. And that's a really crazy thing because, as you guys must be familiar with, most of the time, I'm sure with singer-songwriters, like you're playing in some back room. Like you're playing in a Mm -hmm. place where people don't really give a shit. So to see that on that big stage felt so good. So then Matt came up with the idea of let's have a showcase every year or so where you get to see some of the best local stand-ups in the city on the, one of the biggest stages in the city. Um, and it's called Stand Up NOLA, and it's happening on Friday. And it's going to be all these people that, that you don't know about but have been on, like, uh, BET or have, like, traveled the country or set up scenes in New York and are flying back for the show. It's going to be huge. So we have a whole comedy community here that most of us don't know much about unless we go to like the new movement theater mm-hmm. or or some of the other comedy places around town but most people don't really do that yeah and and things is that what you're saying most of these guys are out of town working we don't know anything about them. no i mean 
two of them are out of town, uh, Ariel Elias and Scotland Green, and they were sort of like... Scotland Green? I know. What a name. That's good. Scotland That's Green's there with parents, Wiley what are you Wilson. guys doing? Um, but they moved from the city because there was a lack of opportunity, and when you're in comedy, there's this pressure like, what are you doing here? you got to well, go to New is York, Is there a LA. lack of opportunity? Well, there was then. Is what you're I mean, there was then, you know, traditionally. Um, so Is there still... Or can you make a living here as a comedian? Are you making a living as a comedian only? Is that what you do? Uh, I am trying to make a living as a comedian and writing freelance and doing some teaching. Um, it's not going very well, which is why I came on this podcast because okay. I heard I was going to get <laughs> thousands yes. of dollars. Three people are listening to you. But the so point is... You could quit teaching. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's not paid well the, either, right? The point is they left and are coming back to perform on a stage that they sort of never considered as a possible comedy stage. Right. And that's really exciting. And then when you match that up with... Um, there's this comedian, Carrie B., who's also on the show, who's open for, like, Sinbad and Cedric the Entertainer and Eddie Griffin and all these people that, that you would have no idea that this person is killing it nationally and just plays back rooms normally. Yeah. And to be able to put them on stage is so exciting. And you hear responses from people. I'm like, oh, I'm playing the joy. People are like, cool, who are you opening for? Right. And it's really kind of disconcerting for them to be like, we're not opening for a visiting celebrity. Mm-hmm. We're playing the stage because... We have comedians in the city who are ready to play at that level. Well, um, and that's exciting. Been, have you guys ever go to the New Movement Theater? I haven't, no. I have not. Have got, it's really impressive. You guys You'll be Where shocked. It? It's down on St. Claude. Okay. Yeah, we're yeah. right on St. Claude across from uh, St. Coffee, and we have shows every single night, and we have like a student body of like 600-plus or something like that. It's, it's a theater we founded a couple of years ago to try to make a home for improv and sketch in the city. And then since then, you see all these sort of burgeoning performers, our sort of local base of performers, plus all these people like Louis C.K. and Hannibal Burris coming in to perform. So it's kind of nice to have this place be, to be making a space for comedy in the city, you know? Right. And it's right. surprising how good it is. And I'm not just saying that because you're sitting here. Thanks. But I've been, there, I've been many times to the new movie theater. It's, you, you're really surprised at how funny and intelligent and just clever everybody is. Yeah, I don't. And I don't it's think. Just, and you don't sort of. It's a, there's a lot of people there. I mean, it's always full. It's always full because it's great. But, and, it, but and you it's guys have never been. I mean, it's not right. like a mainstream. Gotta check it out. Yeah, on me, you guys. On me, I'm gonna buy okay. all of your. Okay, edition. on the list. Yes. It normally list. costs a thousand dollars, but since we're on this podcast, <laughs> yes. it doesn't cost a thousand dollars. It really is cool, though. <laughs> it really is cool. Thanks. So that's okay. That's so. But how did you get? So you've done. You've got these sixty characters now. Yeah. And how many do you find yourself going back to the same ones all the time doing? Well, that's the reason. Like, do you have for the for for the songwriters? Do you guys have things that you're like? That's my go-to. I do that too much. Sure. Either when songwriting or singing. So, what would be the equivalent? Uh, 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 Where you're like, I rely on this way too much, right? Okay. And it's sort of stifling my growth. Maybe like. It could just be the song that you play on every right. set, you know, and it's mm-hmm. kind of old to you, and maybe you'd play it kind of uninspired at this point because it's not, it's not the same as it used to be or something, you know. You can't even harken back to whatever inspired it or something, yeah. you know. I mean, I, yeah, ditto. That's yeah, it's like when you're doing improv, you'll just kind of play the things that you're good at. Mm. So I actually yeah. got the idea from there's this guy who was doing song a day on YouTube and I think that's more of a popular thing now but it's kind of cool to be like oh I need other muscles I need other things that I can do play the hits man yeah (laughs) (laughs) but making people laugh is so difficult when you find something that works you must keep wanting to go back to it yeah and and you grow slower so it's Mm -hmm. a weird thing to be like the only way I'm going to get better is to actively try things that make me look bad in front of people well, it's uncomfortable. Things yeah. that make you uncomfortable only make you grow further. So I mean, it's true. I feel like I mean I don't know how y'all do that. To be honest, I can't sing or but write when or you're, anything. But I when can, you're when you you're cooking, cook. I like, can cook, but nothing nothing like that. And that has to be difficult. I mean, well, when you're cooking, is there a space for you to like have things that are not good for a while, or is it like no. get that out of here? <laughs> no, there's. But no you create room. things, though, don't you? Make things we up do. and then say, "I'll try it this way," and it didn't taste any good, so I'll use the right. rest of this or more of that. So that's you'll, the same. You'll process. test things, but um, half more times than not, they don't work. Hmm. So, it, and it's just because you stick with what you know and what works, and you kind of improvise on those sort of things. So, how are you supposed to innovate? You innovate from 
again, the classics, the, yeah. the, the certain things like patashu. Um, it's a cream Oops. puff, but it's an eclair, and you can make it small and little, and you can do all these different things to it, dip it in chocolate, fill it with something, pastry cream, make a different pastry cream, have nuts on top. You can do all sorts of things to it to make it a million variations. So there's like a set of classics exactly. that you're like, what can I bring that's new to this? Exactly. Hmm. Yeah, so and just flavored, you know, different flavor profiles and textures. Well, how do you do it, CJ? You start off, how, where, you, where do you get an idea for a character from? Um, there was a while where I was uh, forcing myself to watch people publicly for uh, an hour every day. Um, and that's great, but then also kind of creepy. <laughs> well, it depends where it was. Is it the same person? Yeah, was that's it what I was going to ask. Follow them around. Who's in right? their windows? <laughs> Change, it's for a character. No, um, <laughs> uh, no, it was just like at, at coffee shops. So there's a... Okay, um, that is creepy. Yeah. Well, so every time you look out, this guy's looking at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I like, feel like there's people there that do that, not just you. Yeah, I mean, They're you're just, just hanging like, out in the corner. Do you feel that everywhere you find people are looking at I you, mean, following you? I don't really you. go to many coffee shops, <laughs> but I do feel like that is a thing that happens there. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I, I mean, you guys don't... <laughs> coffee I don't know. shops are breeding grounds for creepsters. I agree. Really? Yeah. That's the perfect place to go sure. if you're a creep. Mm-hmm. What, are you mm-hmm. going to hang out in an alley? That's right, like, yeah. It's done. Everyone <laughs> knows what, what a creep What can you do, do in a coffee anymore. shop except stare at somebody? Yeah, no, you get yourself a newspaper, you drill two eye holes in it, <laughs> and then you just look it's at the creep people. creep over here. You just look at the well, people. How, how interesting is that if you're a creep even? Are you just staring at someone? Is that what they do? Kelsey, have you had that experience? People staring at you? It's because you're famous. No, you've got these I'm things on your wrist. That's why people are looking at you. Yeah, that's true. Um, no, I think a lo- there's a lot of people who like to talk to you at coffee shops. That's where mm, I find the creepsters. Annoying. The creepsters are in the talking, not the staring. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's different. That's someone who's hitting on you or lonely. I don't or lonely. think that's always the case. I think, I think why would creepsters someone just to like you? to talk. They're mm, weird creepsters. That's the definition talk. of someone creepy is someone who will talk to you. Oh, uh, I no, think no, that no. person's less someone, creepy. Someone coming up and saying hello is one thing, but a creepster coming up and talking the creepster talk. Mm. What's, what's the, totally what's the creepster talk? What's in it? Yeah, what are they saying? Too much like, info. Like, I've got mushrooms. Yeah, like, yeah weird stuff. Yeah, well, no. Uh, I don't Not know. that. Like, Do you come here often? Yeah. Like, like <laughs> well, creepy? I'm just getting my Have coffee. Have you never had the creepster today? coffee yeah. shop experience? Where, where like do they talk? They just talk about anything. You're staring at the bagels or you're looking at the espresso trying to figure out what you want. Well, I've had this. What do you drink? Can I buy you a cup of coffee? No, you can't. I don't want to talk to you. So these are like gross men. I think. Sometimes. Sometimes. Well, that, that crosses the line. Can I buy you a cup of coffee? Right. Saying, like, but it does have happen. you tried the bagels is not that creepy. That's just sort of general small talk it's conversation. Right. It's a vibe thing. It is a yeah. vibe thing. You yeah, can't you say it. what a creepster says. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's a you vibe. Know. It's a okay. vibe. It's a mask thing. Mm-hmm. So did you do that? See, did you go up to people in a coffee shop and intentionally start creeping them out? No, but, I mean, there's, like, we're surrounded by characters. So, wait, can you do the coffee shop creepster guy for us? Like, um, I mean, can you make that that'd character? be great. Uh, like, like right now oh, at yeah, the sure. table. I mean, like how I would be sort of. Yeah. Okay. I would be like, um, I'd just be watching people and like pretending to be, I, I would like be writing or drawing and just looking, pretending to be like a normal person, but I'm actually trying to get a character out of them, you know? So I'd just be like, ah, oh, I love the, I love the way you blow your nose. <laughs> normal. See? That sounds normal, That's right? So mm-hmm. creepy. Or like, how, excuse me, how how old is that child? You know, like it's for okay, a character. A it's for a character. <laughs> right. No, but I think we're we're New Orleans, so we're surrounded by characters. So by creeps. I know, we're surrounded just by a city of creeps. Um, but no, there's this like there's this guy at my coffee shop uh, at, at Saint Coffee, and all the Saint Coffee fans out there will know this dude. But he just comes in every day, and he's, like, super Republican, uh, but also not, like, Republican, like, small government, but, like, Obama's making us all into lizards, like that type of guy. And normally that I find myself, I would, like, I would avoid that type of person, but when you're trying to mine the world for characters, you're like, why does this person think that? You know, like, what is... Why do half the people who come into St. Coffee look like they, like, work for the circus? You know, like, you sort of zone in on that. And that's where they come from, St. Coffee. So if you go to St. Coffee, <laughs> go see a CJ Hunter and see, find, find out about yourself. Hey, yeah. wh- Kelsey May, wh- where are you from? You're from Shreveport? Shreveport, yeah. I am So too. is Wiley. What do you know? Oh, man. How, well, 
What do you know? Okay. Who do you know in common? Yeah. What's the first question someone from? That's that what they asked. Where did you go to high school? Where did you go to high school? Captain Tree. Went to Bird. You went to Bird. Bird. Both my sisters went to Bird. One's called Captain Shreve. That sounds like a cereal. And the other's called Bird. C E Bird. Yeah, right there is interesting. It was Shreveport High School. Right. Back in 1925. Captain Shreve. It's from Henry Miller Shreve. He so that, was a... That's why it's called Shreveport. He found in Shreveport. He found in Shreveport. Okay. He cleared, well, he cleared a log it. jam. That's right. He rode down jam. the Mississippi or the Red River. I, think, I don't know. Red, Red River, River had to be the Red River. Had to be the Red River. Because <laughs> Mississippi's far away. And what's the difference between Bird and Captain Shreve scores? One... We were the Gators. They're the Jackets. Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets. Oh, not okay. Cardigans. And just the sorry. Jackets. The Cardigans. <laughs> we were the Cardigans. Cardigans. We the Jackets, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, were, we were big rivals in high school for football, mm-hmm, football. and soccer. Um, and what kind of girls go to one school or the other? Is there a different I was friends person? with, um, I mean, I was friends with both when I was. And I had no friends. Yeah, you had so. no friends. Is that true, Kelsey? <laughs> really? I don't believe That's it. That's not true. What year did you graduate? Uh, 2001. Okay. My yeah. sister graduated in 2000. What was your sister? Your name? sister. Do you want to talk about your sister? Yeah. Whitney Wilkinson. Whitney Wilkinson. Oh my God! Whitney. Remember, you had you an affair with Whitney Don't Wilkinson. I know Whitney. I was. I, I graduated in '03 from the okay. country, mm. but she she was done in 2000. Oh man. Bird is a big school. It is. Bird is a very big school. It's Are there girls dating each other in Shreveport? Uh, yeah. Now. Uh huh. Are there? Was there I don't know. That wasn't well, that long. Oh, I guess there weren't. There weren't. One. I wouldn't say there high was there, at least not publicly. I mean, I'm my, sure they exist. Well, my mom and her partner Margaret—they've been together for twenty, almost four years. So your mom is in a gay couple in Shreveport. Yes. Well, that answers and that question. For how many years? Um, at the, today, twenty-four years. Twenty-four. Wow. I was like Whoa. six. I was like six or seven years old, wow. and they were. Wow. They were my parents had got divorced and, and how um, did they meet? Did they meet in Shreveport or did they were they did. They met in Shreveport. Their parents were very close. Okay, that's gotta be did pretty unusual. Did they meet unusual. at um, there was a great lesbian bar called Neverland. Oh no, I don't I don't think have you ever heard of there. Neverland? No, I haven't. This is like where all the old school lesbians hung out. Gotcha. And it's not there anymore. Right. But I played there once on Christmas Eve. Okay. And I dared my mom to eat a pickled egg. <laughs> and she did. And it was one of the best nights of nice. my life. It was a concrete, like a cinder block building the size of, I don't know, a tiny room. Was it downtown? <laughs> it was close to downtown. Close to downtown? Yeah. I don't know what I it guess is. you now. wouldn't okay. need a big room for old school lesbians in Shreveport. You don't. You don't. No. <laughs> that would be, a no. pr- would be your mom. Most ma- of them are closet, and, and <laughs> the other half are don't do much. I yeah, like that so. it's a concrete room called Neverland. Neverland. Never <laughs> it had a big, it had a big like Peter Pan mural painted on the outside. That's it was so weird. That oh, may have been awesome. Peter Pan so players. Awesome. That was like, do you remember? I do remember Peter Pan players. Okay. This this that's another that. bar called Peter well, Pan players. Was that group. was a theater. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, and that was by Hamels. Do you remember Hamels? Yeah. Like our little, what our little six flags. What was that? It was like our, it was a tiny oh. amusement park. A tiny amusement park that we all get. To. That was very enterprising of someone in Treeport to open a tiny amusement park. And what sort of rides? Did Unfortunately, it, have? it log failed. The, the log, log ride. ride. The log ride. The log ride was, was the, the best. best. The log jam ride. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What's a log ride? You <laughs> get in like a like hollowed a log out log in a river, yeah, yeah. in a rapid and, you, and it takes you up, and then you, you go down, and then the water splashes all over you. And that's a liability. Adorable. Thing. What do you think? Putting kids no. in, a, in a river? Now, well, yes. Yeah. Back yeah. then, they, they didn't no problem. care. Our parents didn't care. Go ahead. <laughs> it went bankrupt, I think. Yeah. It's yeah. closed. Now mm-hmm. it's abandoned. Much what? like our it Really? Park. It's an abandoned mm-hmm. amusement park? I don't park think, I don't think there's anything But they say on yeah. certain nights you can still hear the logs <laughs> going up and down <laughs> and the bacteria splashing on children. <laughs> okay, on that note, I want to tell you about Petite Pet Care. There's a few of the folks who have made our show possible today. We just have to mention them. Petite Pet Care is one of them. If you're going out of town or you have a crazy schedule, the folks at Petite Pet Care will take care of your pet in his or her own home. For loving care, when you're not there, you can go to PetitePetCare.com. PetitePetCare.com. That's French, by the way. I see. Uh-huh. Pet care. We. Oui. Oui. <laughs> Basic Swim and Gym have a full range of swimsuits, workout, and yoga clothes with style. You can find them on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue. It's Basics Swim and Gym. And thank you to the Hangover Destroyer, the only all-natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover. Go to the Hangover Destroyer website. It's called hdestroyer.com. If you write happy hour in the coupon code, you'll get 30% off your order of Hangover Destroyer. And you, too, can seize the dawn at the Neverland Lounge. Good to know. Right next to... Hamels. Hamels. (laughs) We think. (laughs) 
with music today by Andrew Duhon off the forthcoming album Petite Pet Care and Your Crazy Schedule. Mm-hmm. That would be a good name. Andrew, you want to keep the guitar in your hand? What about a song? What do you think, you guys? Kelsey, what do you think? a song. Let's do it. And then you're playing four songs after this, CJ, yes. so just remember yes. that. Play your song. Okay. Wasn't looking for a goddamn thing. I was in the driver's seat, pedal down, I was free. And freedom spun my wheels around. Let the other suckers fall in love. Me, I'll go out in a blaze of glory. An endless fire burning through this town. All you did was move back down You've always had a spark about you A slow and steady heart about you Friends would leave and we'd spend hours hanging around But there was nothing that it would amount to You just had a little spark about you Just a spark Always got a spark about you, a slow and steady heart about you. I swear this city ain't the same when you leave town. Just a little spark about you, oh, it's nothing but a spark about you. Just a little spark, and it's burning me down. Burning me down. Okay. Wow. Hey, thanks, y'all. That was surprising. Beautiful. What do you think? You sound like Damien Rice. Oh, uh, no. Is that, is that bad? No, it's fine. It's great. Not really. Damien Rice, really? To me. I just, I just, that just means I sound like a guy with a guitar who's singing. No, you have a very beautiful voice. Oh, thanks. Really. Who do you want to sound like? Andrew Duhon? Yeah, that's fine. No, it, it's funny, though, like, yeah. you know, when you get the, like, who do you sound like thing, mm. you know? I like, I don't know, voices. I sound like voices. Well, everybody me. sounds like somebody, I suppose, if you th- you know, there's only so many... Who do you get the most? Ray LaMontagne. Yeah, I was going to say... Ray LaMontagne, okay. I get Natalie Merchant all the time. Do you really? All you sound like Natalie Merchant, okay. Mm-hmm. I get feds from that 70s show. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say, I imagine it's difficult to be a singer-songwriter because there are so many. Uh. Um, and it must be hard to have like a distinct sound, but uh. I, I was moved by that. Right on. Thanks, I thought man. it was... Awesome. I, I like. I like. Felt. You know. Like what, when you're experiencing something that's great and it like resonates something inside you. I was like, oh, I was ready for Andrew Duhon to just be some sort of goof, and you sure, were, dude. I mean, well, that's nice. Something, you dude. touched something deep dude, inside this me. This is I'm only serious. first impressions, dude. I mean, it could get goofy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, but that Thanks, was uh, beautiful and resonant. And you need wonderful. to listen to Andrew's uh, Grammy nominated record, The Moorings. Oh my if you God. haven't heard it yet. You really have a Grammy-nominated record? It was nominated for Best Engineered Album, so the album was nominated, yeah. Oh, wow. It's still a Grammy nomination. What's it called? Uh, it's called The Moorings. Mm. It's absolutely 
Awesome. Where I'll can get, I get that? Uh, you can steal it anywhere. At the bar? <laughs> Where can I pay for it? At the bar, it, it oh. costs one mm, beer. I think I'm feeling an IPA. Okay. <laughs> okay. But you can uh, you can steal it off Spotify or anywhere yeah, else as well. Totally. You can absolutely <laughs> steal it. Cool. Yeah. It's Yeah. It's, and Kelsey, you have a record too. Yeah. I have a couple records. But you have a new record. I see on this bio they sent me here. It says a ver- sentence I've never read in my life, actually. It said uh, you have a, um, you've just released a double EP. Well, what the that hell was is a double? Last year. It was last year. That's yeah. how did I get? Is it out of date now? Uh, no, this year's it's almost still up. totally relevant. Still relevant. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so my newest record is called Christmas with You. Christmas Mary, with You is marry the me. Si- <laughs> marry me is the single. <laughs> it is a single, yes. Um, but I do have, yeah. I Forget have about released, this I released a full then. record last year, Half Light. Uh, okay. Well, released it in two different segments. Swine's called a double EP. Okay. Um, so we've talked to each other since then. So well, this I've, is just I've played news. songs from that record on this show. You need a better PR person to send out I know. better stuff. That PR person that's out there. Listening. Who is that? I'm available. Internet. Yes. <laughs> CJ. Do you do uh, PR for other people, CJ? Uh, I actually do. Me. Uh, do? I, <laughs> uh, I was joking when I said I was available, but, uh, but you are, me actually. and another comedian, we make money um, teaching people how to public speak. Oh, you do? Yeah. That's a great skill to have. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of people are afraid of it, and yes. comedians have to do it uh, every day. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the first key to overcoming the f- your fear this of public speaking? This is where you got to pay, Grant. I know. What do well, you, I'm going to give it to can you I, for free? Just a f- well, okay. How, how much? $10? An IPA? Yeah, yeah. It costs <laughs> one IPA. I'm in the hole for the one that I owe Andrew do. Huh? <laughs> What is, uh, the, what is the one thing that, I mean, you know, that you could tell someone, I, I hate getting up in front of people and speaking and I can't do it and I have to do it for school or I have to do it for work or whatever. What's the one thing? Um, I mean, know what story you're telling uh, is the big one for me because most people hate speaking, not just because they're worried about being rejected, but because they're worried that the fundamental thing they're saying sucks and is boring. It's stupid. So I don't have anything what, to say. It's if stupid. you know what story you're telling, whether it's you know like a story about a song that's about love that's supposed to sort of reaffirm and open people's minds, or you know whether it's you coming up as a chef, like you should know what you're trying to say, other than like please like my product. <laughs> okay, so that's it. So confidence is the key. Believing in your story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's not bad for free. You ever see Good Catch Me If You Can? Yes, yeah. man. That movie, I love that. movie. I love that movie. Oh, that, dude, I love that movie. Too. That, uh, That's a story I mean, like, about a comic. I see. I mm-hmm. still. I would love to do the improv thing, and I need to the improv class. Yeah, I, yeah. I would love to do it because I feel like there's a lot of good things to be learned there. But I, I, I think I have to thank who's the uh, director of that movie? Um, Leonardo DiCaprio. Right? He's he's in it. I don't think. No, I don't know. Uh, Is it Spielberg? Director? Spielberg. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just I feel like I gotta thank Spielberg for that one because I feel like that was at a younger youngish age listening to um, who plays his father uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, no. <laughs> Christopher Walken. Right, right, right. Uh, wow, he's uh, a genius. Christopher Walken telling his son Leo, you know, like you know why nobody can beat the Yankees, and he says because they got Roger Maris, and he says no because everybody's too busy staring at their pinstripes, and it's, you know <laughs> it's this cute little thing about just being like well dressed and confident. And you could just slip something right around their back if mm. you wanted to, if you just believe it more than they do. I love that, you know? Is yeah. there is do you is there a large amount of faking it until you make it in your professions? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean <laughs> making it is faking it these days, you yeah. know? Right. Oh, come on. Which is why I'm not making it. <laughs> <laughs> we refuse to fake it. <laughs> yeah. Well it's always been like that in show business. Though people I don't know, man. You the like the general public you look love at a, Someone there, the, you kind of like understand it's, it. It's not, it's not like a black and white matter by any means, but I feel like you watch Dean Martin or, you know, the guys who were entertainers and, and just singing people's songs, but they were good at entertaining, you know, mm. Jerry Lewis and all, all these guys had variety shows yeah, but they're the where ones, it was just them. But they're the ones who have stuck around, whose names you remember. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there were thousands of others that were popular whose names we've forgotten yeah. because well, they weren't wait, the real I, thing. I always talk about... I like the conversation. If if only there was the equivalent equivalent of the uh, the vinyl rack at the thrift store that exists today. Like if you go to Goodwill, there's a vinyl rack, and I can guarantee you some names that'll be in there. Barbara Streisand will be one. It'll be a lot of show tunes, which isn't fair. And then you got um, Burt Bacharach, which is important. He's he's a great writer. Um, um, who did the Copacabana guy? Um, Barry Manilow. Barry Manilow is all over there. Um, 
Yeah, just all these people who sold tons of records right. back then, but now nobody cares. Nobody's listening. That's what and I'm so talking about. My, but the I'm wondering ones who who's, who's selling tons of records now that would be in the quote-unquote vinyl rack when, when our kids are looking through the equivalent of that. Oh, who do you think it is? I was just, I was just debating this with somebody. Um, do mean, you think that one of them will be Taylor Swift? Man, she's got, like, she's got some good tunes, man. I don't know. Justin Timberlake, J- Chris Smith. Did he? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, well, don't, I don't know. I mean, that guy's got some groovy stuff. I don't none know. None of those strike me as like people who are making classics, like no. that people will remember. Adele, but classes change. Classes. Mm-hmm. I mean, classics change. I feel like Adele is making some great, powerful, moving stuff, right? I don't I know. Think so. Is that really that great that it will live on I mean, forever? I think it'll though? be That's like Maroon Five. Mm. You're serious? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I like that. Mm-hmm. Sugar Ray. Mm-hmm. Sugar Ray's a good one. Sugar Ray. Yeah, I mean, you could, you could probably <laughs> Little Romeo. rattle off well, who is from the 90s. Sugar well, who would you think is super great now that, that people, even Sugar if they're not really Ray. famous? I think like Justin Bieber, maybe? Justin I Bieber. Mean, I mean, there's a I chance. I can't tell if you're joking or not. There's now. a chance. He's a joke as a person mm. right now, and but we made him that way from when he was a kid. Right. But who knows? He's right. young. He's got some yeah, time to you know, make some good stuff. And the inflection of my answer in the form of a question was... You know, literal because I'm not really sure about that. I, I I haven't delved into his stuff. Um, I just wonder. Bruno, if, I wonder if your chorus, if your most chorus is your most Mars. famous chorus is "Baby, Baby, Baby." I just wonder, you know, if that's good enough. <laughs> There'll always be babies, though. That's true. It, it's never clear who he's baby, talking to. Baby. Right? It's just over and over again. It could be anybody. It's like a wedding song. Hmm. I don't know. But look at all those bands that were around when there was the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and all the yeah, and they're the ones we remember. There must have been thousands of others. Yeah. There's not a clear market like there was back then. There's right, not yeah. one sort of market. Completely different. It's, it's wide open. It's, it's, uh, it's wide open, and yet it's bottlenecked because it's so easy to make a record these days that everybody does it. And on the surface, they look like the exact same jewel case or digi packs, mm. whatever everybody's printing. Uh, it's really hard to tell who spent time and blood and sweat and tears and money to make uh, a production, it doesn't always take money, but you know, a production I that's know. worth. I think people always like can, it's, but don't you think people can tell when it's real? Just like CJ well, sure, was saying about not, your not song. Not from the surface, you know, not, not because everybody's entering the same playing field from a business sense, uh, you know, and, and everybody has their website, everybody has their presence online and physically, mm. just, you know, just, uh, you know, and not everybody has time. So what you have instead now is tastemakers is what they call right. them. You know, you have the blogs and things, the right. things that tell you what's new and what's hip. And that's, uh, that's we, where it starts. Do we have anybody super famous? Do they people who are still playing arenas apart from the couple of people you would know, like Beyonce and, yeah, and whoever mean, else they is exist. out there? I think uh, There's not like bands like Dawes who came kind of like came up from their own crowds that they built grassroots. Mumford and Sons was kind of a band like that. Yeah, but everyone's going to festivals to hear these bands right, now where right. you'll hear like 20 bands oh, or so 40 yeah. bands. There's not really like, you know, when YouTube was out and... Mm-hmm. And the REO Speedwagon or whoever the hell they were, they had these you know giant arena shows, and you would go as a kid back then. You would go to one show after another. Hmm. And now you go to a festival yeah, yeah. for a week or something, hmm. and you hear everybody. Gotcha. Right. Everybody gets forty minutes or an hour or whatever it is, and then that's it. So there's not really. Well, I think we're also in New Orleans though, and mm-hmm. so we get we have like a lot of venues here, various sizes. But like when you get to more rural areas, people like if they're routing a tour across the U.S. and they have to hit this giant rural area. They might pick like one city right. that right. has that has an arena or type that type of thing, mm. right? And then all the people from the surrounding region will come to that show, you know. Mm. So, so I think I think it happens. still exists okay. for certain artists so. of a certain size today, but um, well, I went and less saw so the in Stones. New Orleans. Yeah, I saw the Stones in Atlanta, um, in May. What did you June? think? They were great. Still I've never got seen it? them. Still got it. Hell of a show. I mean, mm. seriously, they mm. it was awesome. Mm, Loved it. CJ, so we can see you if we had not listened to this after Friday the 11th of December. Oh, yeah. At 8 p.m. And then we can see Kelsey before that. Yeah. And, go, and in the meantime, double. if we've missed those, we can go to your websites, which we have links to on our site mm-hmm. at newwellness.com and find you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You can also and see, I'm putting on a Christmas show uh, on December 18th. Is uh, that song going to be on the show? At Sydney's. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Of course it's going to be on the show. Um, there'll, be, there'll be several uh, New Orleans performers as a part of that show. Singing carols and s- originals, uh, both irreverent and <laughs> reverent. Who and else is, who, okay. Who's the who's the, the, uh, the folks? We got. Let's see who we got. We got Micah McKee. Mm-hmm. We got Alexandra Scott. Mm-hmm. We got Rinshaw Davies. We got um, Gina Forsyth. Uh, we got Sarah Quintana. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's a pretty good lineup. Possibly some others. That's great. I haven't seen Gina in a while. Have you ever had Gina on the show, Grant? Yeah, she's awesome. I love nice. Gina for <laughs> She's great. She is Why wonderful. haven't you booked Andrew for that show? He's got a Christmas no, no, song. Andrew, you know, Andrew you're busy? No. But, you oh, know, man. 30 book. Why do you got to do that? <laughs> oh, man. That's oh, like being be, like, hang out with my son. Right. That, uh, <laughs> Will you be friends with my on. son? That's a sort of a You guys have to play with Jeremy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> We've got room. Okay, guys, we have <laughs> we to get out of here. Oh, hey, where no. can we go eat your food, actually, Wiley? Anywhere at the moment? Or um, are you between, not at the moment. You're between gigs? Between gigs. Are you looking to get back into a kitchen I somewhere? Or eventually, yeah. And you're a pastry chef, right? I am. Taking a break. Just uh, trying to part ways and figure out okay. what gives in well, the industry. Well, I've got a hint. <laughs> i got a, a good idea for you. Go to the ice you cream tell. freezer department okay. and try... I just picked up one of these things you know these guys New Orleans ice cream uh-huh. this mm-hmm. is a free plug for this it's, uh, there's a, like an ice cream sandwich it's called an ice cream po' boy love it oh. uh, and it is one of the best things I've ever eaten ever oh wait God. what's the po' boy part what's the bread it's just it's shrimp it's <laughs> <laughs> ice it's, cream it looks fried like shrimp a, it looks like a moon pie basically I, don't, I guess they called it po' boy because it's an ice cream sandwich and it's a New Orleans okay. thing okay. but it doesn't look like it's, a po' boy it's, it's round ice cream sandwich. but it's gigantic it's about the size of this microphone stand okay. base yeah. and it's two chocolate biscuit things with ice cream in the middle mm. and it's all dipped in like really great milk chocolate what? Oh and goodness. it's awesome that's and you incredible. don't even have to be high to eat it Good oh man imagine well, i never get high because that's illegal thank god you don't do that <laughs> it's not illegal everywhere well you could go to but you can get you could take this i know I yeah know. And then you, could, you could have this at your wedding this <laughs> new Orleans poor boy ice cream sandwich. Sandwich. where did you it's get it i got it at zara's on Meg's, on a britannia street uh, that's from some guy and then I look for it at <laughs> I look for it at Whole Foods. They don't have it at Whole Foods, which is a big Whole mistake food. on there. Get with it, Whole Foods. Really, they have everything. Dum dums. Anyway, you can get it at Zara's. That's for sure. But oh. I guess it's all over the wherever you can get New Orleans ice cream. I suppose. Can I put in a request also? Do um, it. I think. Can you? I think it's. Can you make? Um, do you know how to make croissants? Absolutely. Oh man, <laughs> could you ever put? Ice cream inside a croissant? Oh, absolutely. Oh, man. It's okay, just now we're that, getting um, We've got ice cream in a croissant. We've got egg yolks yes, on scrambled eggs. We oh, man. We can do that. Cool Look for what Wiley you call with that? Cool Croissants. Croissanthunt.com. <laughs> and eggs CJ's du yon. No, I'm not. I'm, these oh, no, ideas are free. It. No, this is for you <laughs> to have to make the money because I believe in you. Thank you. Okay. Likewise. Thank All right. <laughs> I like it. Thank you so much, everybody. Our guests on Happy Hour today have been... Kelsey May, Wiley Wilkinson, CJ Hunt, and of course, Andrew Duhon and I have been here as well. The producer of our show is Graham DePonte, our associate producer and technical director is Chris Kehoe. Christian Unruh is our music director and our theme music was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show and you can sit around a table for about 60 minutes, drop us a line. Our address is on our website. It's neworleans.com where you can also find other happy hours we have recorded previously as well as some other shows we make here out to lunch with Peter Raschuti live from Commander's Palace. True to the Game with Chris True. Midnight Menu Plus One with Margot Moss and the man who ate New Orleans, Ray Canada. Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tooker. Milo's Music Parlor with Kim Vu. The Revolutionary New Way to Buy a House in New Orleans, Unlisted Nola. And you can also find other great Louisiana podcasts at itsacadiana.com and itsbatonrouge.la. You can keep up with us on Facebook, on Twitter, and a bunch of other time-sucking social media. On all of it, we're called It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our Facebook and Google Plus pages that I don't think anybody ever goes to. Those photos are taken by Alison Moon. You ever go to a Google Plus page ever? Every single day. Every day. I know me Just too. Just to see Wiley. what's happening. Yes. You I, love Google I did. Plus. I do. I do like Really? Google Andrew, you ever? No, you have, like you have one? I'll ask you to be in my circle. Yes, put me in your circle. I, you can't even circle. Fi- I can't even figure that out. Me neither, but you I'll do it. Th- it doesn't make any Google sense. Google Plus is the future. <laughs> if you're listening to this show on iTunes or Stitcher or some other podcast app that you prefer, thanks for subscribing to us. We appreciate it. Take a moment, if you can, to rate and review us. That does help other people find us. Our show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street, where they put fine dining into a sandwich, fine booze into a glass, and have a fabulous brunch every day of the weekend that's well both days of the weekend Saturday and Sunday happy hours of production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworms.com for Andrew Duhon everybody else around the table here at Wayfair and back at our office at INO Broadcasting I'm Grant Morris thanks for joining us we'll see you next week back here on Happy Hour